Hi friends, I'm Mandy. And I'm Missy. And we're the Wayward Homesteaders. For us, life is homesteading, homeschooling, and entrepreneurship. We love gardening, herbs, student-led learning, unschooling, raising livestock, and figuring out how to lead a more self-sufficient life. Grow with us as we talk about creating a homestead full of poop, plants, and permaculture. Hey everybody, this is Mandy. Thanks for joining us for our very first episode of the Wayward Homesteaders. My husband, Zad, and I have a three-acre homestead here in Southern Lancaster County. We have three kids, 12, 2, and 10 months, and we have two in heaven. Um, we're both very passionate about just being great stewards of this land that we have. We raise several different kinds of animals. We have a large raised bed garden. Uh, we homeschool our oldest and plan to homeschool the two coming up. And... Um, you know, Missy and I are just excited to have this podcast to talk to you about unschooling, homeschooling, however you want to do that, entrepreneurship, breaking free of societal societal norms, um, and just talk about all those things that we love, food preservation, gardening, raising animals, all that kind of stuff. Hi, friends. I'm Missy. My husband is Jeremy. We've been married since 2018. We have five kids total from 19 years old to three years old. We homeschool the youngest two, age 10, and not yet three, but we will homeschool him eventually. Um, I have been around farming my entire life. Um, I was born in Philadelphia, and my father um, worked for Trenton State Prison, and his role there was... um, the dairy farm that they had and the prisoners would, it was kind of like a work release. The prisoners would come and my dad would teach them how to milk cows and provide them some education so that, you know, when they would eventually get out of prison, they might have some sort of background to be able to be interested and make their lives better than for the, before they went into prison. Um, so we were, we have, I have two brothers. They're both older than me and we were all born there. And my parents finally came to the conclusion that they thought maybe we would have a better life if we didn't live on a prison farm and we might have the opportunity to make friends. Um, she was always afraid to have invite friends over because who wants to send their kid to a prison farm to play with another kid. So my parents packed up and moved to Southern Lancaster County Um, And my dad continued as a dairy farmer there and continued that lifestyle until he retired and we were adults. And it has always just been in my blood and I've loved all things farming and gardening and preserving and making your own medicines, all that kind of stuff. Um, So we are excited to have everyone here and go along with us on this journey. And we're hoping that we can learn from you as much as you learn from us. I'm just saying that your growing up story on a prison farm, way more interesting than mine. I just grew up in Lancaster County, started here, still here. I did leave and go to Chester County, which is a whole like 15 miles away, um, and then came back to Lancaster County. So definitely Missy's Missy's starting story is much more interesting than mine. Um, So as far as what our homestead looks like, so we have uh, Missy's homestead is just so interesting to me. She had to like cold stratify seeds, which... I didn't even know what that was until Missy moved to Florida. Um, And so I I started learning about what her growing situation was like. And, you know, she's literally like forging this homestead in the middle of the development, like next to an, uh, an air force base. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So just completely different. You know, she was like literally 
starting seeds in January when I was like just sitting down and browsing through my catalogs, deciding what my garden was even going to look like. Um, so our homestead is just under three acres. We have about a 2000 square foot raised uh, bed garden. So we did about a thousand square foot last year and bless my husband. He helped me add on another thousand square feet this year. So I'm hoping to really expand into squashes and pumpkins and things like that. Um, we have all the normal things, tomatoes, pumpkins. I'm really expanding herbs. We're going to throw in a bunch of flowers for pollinators and hoping to sell fresh cut flowers. And, you know, we have like some Brussels sprouts. We'll do this in another episode. We're trying to grow like Brussels sprouts, cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower, you know, all those things that the moths get. I'm trying again, but it's not my favorite thing to grow. I do, however, love growing tomatoes. We have about 120 tomato plants this year. I think I have like 100 or so random cool gourds and pumpkins and things. Most of them I got from Baker's Creek or Roars, which is a local seed company here. So I'm really excited about that. Um, outside of growing that stuff, we have a large flock of they're supposed to be laying hens. I recently combined two flocks. And let me tell you, this is going to make a good story one day if I ever figure out why the hell these chickens aren't laying. So we have that going on. We have four dairy goats. So we just had two kids, um, goat kids, uh, a couple weeks ago. And so they're growing well. And the mama is amazing. This was her seventh um, kidding. So she actually had them. I wasn't even down there. We were checking on her like every 30 minutes. And boom, there was babies. Um and then we have another one because obviously she needed a friend while she was pregnant till the babies got here. So that's been super fun. We're getting like a half a gallon of milk a day, which is amazing. So we're making cheese and yogurt and all that good stuff. Um, and let's see. So outside of that, we have 16 turkeys right now. We usually raise turkeys from like late winter to early fall. They've been our favorite thing. I'm actually getting some. I didn't even tell you this yet, miss. We're getting some heritage breed turkeys on Tuesday. I have a friend picking those up for me. So my goal in that is to breed my own turkeys. So I don't have to rely on. I know. So um, I don't have to rely on tractor supply when they close their doors to birds because avian flu is all over. Um, We also have 30 meat chickens that we are currently broodering in a holiday rambler camper from like the 60s and it is it's the trashiest camper you've ever seen and we picked it up in york county it cost us 50 whole dollars and it was this whole three-day excursion to get it home it was literally as the crow flies probably 10 miles from our house but we broke down because the (laughs) wheel fell off and oh my god it was such a mess triple a was stupid so we said forget them and we had a buddy go down and load it up on I don't know, it was rollback or something. And he got it home and whatever. It is the trashiest camper, but it serves its purpose. It's got a hole in the roof. It's leaking water. It's fantastic. But the chicks are dry. They're happy. They got their heat lamps, their food, their water. They're doing great. So we have those going on. Um, And we're getting, oh, I didn't tell you about this yet either, Missy. So Uh, we are getting five guinea fowl. What? I know. This literally transpired like two hours ago. Um, So we're getting five guinea fowl totally new to us i'm like trying to soak in all the youtube videos on guinea fowl today so i know what i'm doing um i feel like i need to go visit my neighbors and be like hi if you hear some obnoxious birds it's us if they wander onto your property i'm also very sorry so uh, we'll see (laughs) but you won't have ticks (laughs) i'm hoping right so they're amazing for tick control they'll keep out predators you know we don't have a livestock guardian dog yet 
Um, there's a breed that we found from where we got Twilight, our oldest goat. Um, and they're really cool. So I can't remember what the breed is. They're from somewhere in Europe. Um, but anyway, hoping that the guineas will help with ticks and bugs and be guard dogs. Apparently you can eat their eggs. I don't know. I haven't researched this enough yet, but I'm very excited. So expanding our, I know, expanding all of the fowl here. Um, Missy and I love saying fowl. It's a great, great way to describe all the birds. Um, so anyway, I think that's it. Oh, we also have a pet bunny and we use her rabbit poop to fertilize the garden. So that would be another great podcast talking about poop and what you can do with it. Um, so that's what we have going on here as far as animals and growing food. Obviously, I love food preservation. So we have a freeze dryer, um, dehydrator, a water bath canner, pressure canner. I love all those methods of food preservation. Missy and I actually got our freeze dryers at the same time. We had a few hiccups, me having more hiccups than Missy, but nonetheless, I think we're both on the right track now. So Missy started doing superfood pills, which are super cool. We'll talk about that in a later episode. Um, and I'm just, you know, preserving food just to put it away. Our kids love freeze dried bananas, freeze dried strawberries. And if you've ever bought that stuff at like, I don't know if like Walmart carries it, but like I know Trader Joe's has them and they're so expensive. It's so insane how expensive they are. So the freeze dryer is expensive, but that would be, again, so much content. Um, That would be in another amazing episode just talking about the freeze dryer and everything that it can do. So um, as far as our goals, um, what Zad and I would love to dig into more, Missy and I have been talking about this hard for the last couple of weeks is permaculture and we would love to just, you know, there's just so many fascinating things about permaculture, you know, rotating your pasture so that like the chickens eat the bugs out of the horse poop. And like, we don't have horses, but you know what I mean? So there's just all these cool things. So we're really working on stacking our permaculture. Um, Joel Salatin, this podcast I was listening to, he was talking about how, you know, don't tell me that you need 50 acres when you only have three right now, but you're not even stacking as best you can with your permaculture and making it work on the three that you have. And that really resonated with me because of course I want 50 acres or a hundred acres or geez, I'd take 10 at this point. So, um, that really resonated. I'm really trying to stay grounded with this. My husband is so much more patient than me. And I just, you know, I see it and I'm like, okay, let's go tomorrow. And then he sits me down and he's like, okay, let's talk about this and maybe be rational humans. And then I call Missy and then, you know, we get all excited about it together. So, um, yeah. So as far as our goals, expanding our permaculture is one for sure. We'd love to get into raising some hogs. Um, we'd also in raising hogs, we'd love to learn how to salt cure meat. Oh my gosh. That excites me to no end, just like hanging meat. And it's just like, it's fine. You don't have to do anything to it. We don't have to freeze it. We don't have to anything. So I'd love to get into salt curing meat. Um, I'm always learning more herbal remedies from Missy. Her and I have very very gently um dabbled in a lot of like the weston price stuff and nourishing traditions and things and that book is so thick like one day i think i'll read the whole thing but um we'd love to learn more about herbal remedies and making our own medicines um yeah i think those are probably our biggest goals oh and fruit trees gosh i don't know if i'll ever have fruit trees i've tried twice now and i've sort of semi failed both times so um fruit trees would definitely be on my list so miss what are your goals i know you have like short-term goals and like long-term goals so why don't you talk about this yes so our goals are kind of crazy um like i said we live 
at the end of a cul-de-sac in a development next to Eglin Air Force Base. And um, we're just trying to make do with what we have here. I feel that, like Mandy said, you know, if you have three acres and you're not using the full three acres, you shouldn't be wanting five or ten acres. Um, I feel like with a quarter acre, we're kind of using it to its best ability. I mean, there's other things that we could do, um, but... The weather is so crazy here. Like right now we're in a tornado watch and it's storming and sketchy outside. Um, and I'm watching my sunflowers be pelted with rain and falling over. But um, we do have a good bit of um, diversity here, but there are still some things that we'd like to work on. Uh, this is kind of new news to everyone. We are planning to move. Not exactly sure the time frame. thinking probably towards the end of summer probably going back north not probably most definitely going back north um hoping to land back in pa Yay. um <laughs> uh we have looked you know in west virginia ohio those kind of areas we do want some land we really miss it um it's really i feel like when it's in your blood it's in your blood and it pumps throughout your body nonstop. when you want land and you want animals and you want all the things and just even just a more peaceful lifestyle that's what we're going for. So um, our goals would be to find a home that suits our family and a couple acres. I don't need 70 acres. I don't need 40 acres. 10 acres would be great. Um, I feel like you can do a ton on 10 acres. Um, and like Mandy said, you know, stacking your permaculture. I'm going to take a minute and tell you that if you are questioning or don't understand permaculture, Go on Hulu and watch The Littlest Big Farm. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. And it's so true. Like even Biggest heart, Little Farm. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Biggest Little Farm. Yes. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that explains it, you know, better than anyone could ever explain it to you. And it goes through all their heartaches and all their rejoicing. And it's just, you know, it's It's great. like the best visual of permaculture. Like... Justin yes. Rhodes and Joel Salton talk about it in their books and even on their YouTube channels. But that little, I think it's, it's only an hour, like it's short, yeah. but that little hour, it is the best visual of permaculture. That's an amazing suggestion. Yes. Yeah. So, um, along with our goals is, you know, we, I've always wanted a dairy cow. Um, so we would like to have a dairy cow. We'd probably like to do some pigs and chickens and I'm a little more skeeved at, things which you all know um <laughs> chickens laying eggs kind of sets me over the edge especially if there's poop and a feather stuck to it then i'm out and then when mandy pops up the ones with blood on i can't even i'll never eat an egg again um so i have to get over some of those things and that's all a learning curve you know i'll play in cow poop all day long and i'll pull calves out you know but a chicken mm -mm. you haven't if you're egg bound i'm sorry honey like you're gonna have to move on <laughs> So there's some things that come along with that that um, I need to work on personally and whatever, that'll come with time. But our goals right now are to be able to get back to our roots and have some land and do the things that we've always dreamed of doing, not just keep talking about them and pushing it aside. Um, the way that our kids are aged, we kind of have like two totally different age groups. We have older ones who you know, of course my 19 year old is an adult she's on her own doing um working whatever and then we have a 15 year old who is complete social 
bunny. He the everything has to be with friends, doing this constantly, going here and there. And then we have um, Vanessa, who is in PA with her mom. Um, you know, she does her own thing. And then we have the littles. Um, we have Jared, who's ten, and Sawyer, who's three. And I really want to get them to focus more on knowing where your food comes from and how important it is to know that and be part of that. So when we move, we're going to have a huge transition for our kids. Um, it's going to be outside time a lot more than it is here in Florida. Cause you know, it's hot and <clears throat> excuse me. And we want them to be part of this learning experience, just like us. We want to learn alongside them. We want to pull them along and, you know, in, enjoy the joyous times with them. And there's going to be times of sorrow, um, you know, when you have to call an animal that you have raised and nurtured, um, you know, it's, it, there could be sadness along with that. So just as a family learning together and being all being part of it and building a relationship with our land. So that would be one of that. Well, our main goals is what that would be. Yeah. But like I said, you know, Florida's great. Florida's a great place to vacation. It's just so different to try to put roots down here where we are. You know, literally and figuratively. <laughs> yes, completely all around. Um, you know, there are some areas like north of us in Milton and Pace that have some land but even still, the growing season is completely different. And it's just not our area. Like, the, like I can't just call up an Amish neighbor and say, hey, do you have a quarter cow that I can buy? Like, my freezer's running low. Um, you know, I can't go around here and find raw milk. Um, you know, and I know that's a big controversy out in the world now, which we'll touch at some point. But um, I can go down the road and get some marijuana if I want to. But raw milk, <laughs> can't do that. Um, you know, so it's just a whole different scheme here than it is back home. Well, and you and I have talked about so many times, just the, Hey, I don't want to say lack of community like the, but that's just not where you grew up. So, you know, you don't know where the little hidden gem stores are and right. where the thrift stores are and the coolest farmers markets and who has the best apples in the summer. And your mom's not right down the road. I'm not right down the road, you know, all just all those things. And even if you're not as much as I want you to live right next door, you know, <laughs> even if you're not literally right next door, closer, anywhere closer than Florida, you know, when they lived here, I can't even oh, countless, countless times. Hey, can you come over and watch the kids? We need to X, Y, and Z, or someone needs to go to the hospital or <laughs> who the hell knows every scenario you could think of yeah. went down between Conestoga and, and anchor road. Um, <laughs> And I think, you know, that's caused a lot of obviously heartache on my part, but heartache on your part, because, right. you know, of course you miss your mom and just, you know, whatever the community thing. And like Melissa K. Norris just had a really great podcast about building community reliance and not just self-reliance. Mm -hmm. And at first I saw that and I was like, mm, I don't really like people. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, as you're listening to it, it's not really about like, let's have a barbecue every Sunday. It's more about like, okay, I grow a ton of apples. So how about we barter some apples for some bison or maybe that's not, a, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, right. whatever is equal a, a thing. Um, and it was just really a lot about that. And Zad and I, you know, everyone always like jokes because Zad and I like know everyone. And if somebody needs something or needs to know where to get something, they always come to us and ask where to get it. 
Um, and sometimes I'm like, I don't know, like Google it, but uh, just kidding. Like, I mean, most of the time I'm like happy to, you know, obviously we're happy to refer our friends and tell them about the people that we, you know, love to support and whatever. Um, but I know you're really missing that. Yes, definitely. Um, and that's the whole point. I feel that we've come to make this podcast and the group that we have on Facebook is to build a community. Sometimes it's lonely and I'm not going to lie. There are times when I was here and like, what am I doing here? My husband's working full time. You know, I'm homesteading or homeschooling the kids. I'm homesteading them too. (laughs) Um, Homeschooling the kids. And like, what's my purpose? I don't feel that I connect here. Um, You know, so we're all going to have times where we just need a little pick me up and we're hoping that this podcast and our group will be able to do that and join a community, so to say, for where, like, you know, you're having issues, you come and talk. And even if it's not, you don't get the answer you want to hear, at least it's a different way to look at the answer or a different way than you thought. Um, But we just want to build that community. I feel like this world is like lacking so much in that these days. Um, So we hope that that's what this podcast and our group can do for you. Well, and you know, you mentioned about homeschooling and I actually just shared one of my blogs on Facebook today because several people ever since this elementary school shooting, you know, have just reached out to me. Like I I'm not comfortable sending my kids to school and like I hear it loud and clear. And so, you know, I wrote that blog, I don't know, probably a year ago, but we've been homeschooling since the beginning. So when Bud, um, when started being homeschooled technically, um, compulsory age in Pennsylvania was eight. It's six now. Um, so my littles, I'll have to, you know, quote, register them at six. But nonetheless, we've been homeschooling. We just had our sixth, I think, evaluation, which is crazy. Oh, my gosh, Missy. Remember the first time we had our evaluation? Oh, in Jody's living room. I, um, yeah, I had the yeah. nervous diarrheas. For real. All the nervous farts, all of it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and now it's just, you know, I... I'd like to confidently say, yes, I go into every evaluation feeling like I did everything right, but I definitely don't feel that way. By the time I'm done, I do because Jody is so reassuring. Right. Um, thankfully, when Missy moved to Florida, she was able to go under the unschool umbrella for Jared um, for their 10 year old. And that's been, I mean, I feel like pretty seamless for you. Yes, definitely. Um, so anyway, that's something else that we're going to talk about on this podcast is so um, many things. Uh, so many things is unschooling and homeschooling and like how that so closely ties into your homestead. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times people like Missy said, she has two different sets of kids and her and I talk about this all the time because she totally feels like she's raising like one set of kids and then another set of kids. Um, and, you know, our kids are, they're just immersed in our homestead. And I know that that's what, you know, you really want for Jared and Bean. Yes. Um, and, it's, I feel like there's hopelessness because I feel like people think that they can't this or they can't that for whatever reason. I'm like, dudes, I get it. It is, it is freaking hard right now. We drive two very large diesel vehicles. Diesel fuel currently right now in Pennsylvania is 629, 639, you know, and we have these 36 gallon tanks or whatever it is. I mean, we're darn close to $200 to fill our tanks. So I've always, Missy and I are both hermits. You will learn this very quickly as you listen <laughs> to this podcast. Um, our husbands are very much not hermits. They don't mind going out and mingling and 
whatever you know currently today my husband is down helping a buddy remodel and he loves this kind of thing that's something else we'll talk about too is just employment and do you have to be tied to corporate america and this is something missy and i are so passionate about we both like did the single mom thing worked while our kids were at grandma's or wherever um and eh, do i want to do that again no no thank you no, hell no. But <laughs> did I learn a lot from that? And did I definitely realize what I don't want from my life? Absolutely. Yes. Um, so that's something else we'll talk about is just, you know, like multiple income streams. So passionate about multiple income streams. I wrote a blog on it. It's like one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, so something else, too, is if you join our Facebook group, the Wayward Homesteaders, um, we're hoping to get together on Zoom once a month. And maybe we'll have a topic. Maybe we won't. We'll just kind of talk about what's going on in our homesteads. Eventually, we'd love to morph it into, you know, maybe we can visit someone's homestead or whatever. We'd love for it to be a community. So, like, this was Missy's idea, and I thought it was a great idea. Like, if you need a farm sitter, I often say, like, we took an amazing road trip out to Yellowstone and back when we went to a wedding gosh in 2015 and we didn't have all this going on then we lived in Manheim Township which if you're not familiar with Lancaster County is I mean it's basically a bunch of developments um we didn't live in a development but um nonetheless we had nothing to leave behind like I think we had the dog which we took the dog with us at the time um but I could never leave now I mean I have a hundred and I don't know 30 animals or whatever the hell I have going on here you know most of them birds and they're small but they require care. And like Missy and I were talking about yesterday, animals are work. You know, we have a great routine, morning routine, evening routine, whatever, but it's a lot of work. I'd have to train somebody how to feed all these animals, milk the goat, you know, take care of the garden, depending on the season. Oh my gosh, Missy, like, can you imagine asking someone to take care of your guys' garden when you lived on Anchor Road and Jeremy had 40 million tomatoes to harvest on any (laughs) given day? No, I can't. Right. So anyway, we'd love for it to be a community where you could find trust in people and say, hey, I know you only live five minutes down the road. Can I pay you to take care of our homestead while we go on vacation for a week or go visit grandma or whatever it is? Um, So we Missy's new website is just as far as connectivity, how you can find us. Missy's new website is launching soon. Next Mm -hmm. couple of days. Um, Do you want to tell them about that? Sure. So we decided um, with everything going on that we, it was time for a rebranding. Um, when we first started out, we had Homestead Holistics and where I feel that Homestead Holistics had its place and it's time, um, it was time to grow. And we just went through a whole re- rebranding session um, with Adam. Um, Mandy, you're going to have to link his or yeah. tell his, his info here. Um I'm bad with that kind of stuff, (laughs) (laughs) but we went through a whole rebranding and we changed our name to homesteading roots because we feel that kind of encompasses our life right now. Like we're doing the homesteading life as best we can right now, but we want to get back to our roots and the things that matter. Um, So that's why we changed that name. We have a whole new logo. We have a new website. Um, It's really exciting. There's going to be lots of fun new things coming down the pike with that. So that'll be homesteadingroots.com. And obviously we'll announce that on social and all of that as soon as it's up. It should be in the next, like I said, couple of days to a week. Um, our website is tropicalforge.com. So you can find all of our blacksmith metal fabrication, laser engraving type stuff on there, all of Bud stuff. So, oh, Young Entrepreneurship would be another great podcast for us. Oh, yeah. 
my son has been um he's owned his business since he was seven and he's now 12 um i mean he's got a roth like the kid's killing it um so anyway that would be another great thing to talk about for another day but so check out chapelforge.com homesteadingroots.com coming soon um follow us on facebook and then check out our group wayward homesteaders that we're hoping to just build an amazing community there. So if you have topics you want us to talk about in the future, obviously email us, connect with us on social. Um, and we can definitely get those on the lineup. And we're hoping, I think to probably record every week. That's the goal. I mean, obviously life happens. And so if we don't record every week, don't, don't be upset. <laughs> um, but we're going to do our darndest. Yeah. So, um, I think that's all we have for today. So we will see you guys hopefully next week with some awesome, exciting topic. Yes. Thanks for joining us. All right. Bye.